to another episode of the Scramble Life Podcast. This is episode number 16. This is your boy G right here. We got my man L Scratch on the other line. What's going on, L? Yeah. What's yeah, going yeah. on, Big G? Yeah, we back, man. And we started to show off a little different tonight, a little cold open. Uh, we mm-hmm. started off with Can You Feel It by the one and only Fat Boys. Legendary pioneer group. Pioneering group, pioneering group. Uh, the reason we played the, the Fat Boys this week is because Prince Marky D, Mark Morales of the group, the Fat Boys, passed away earlier this week. Uh, he had heart failure, and uh, that's how he died. But uh, the, if you don't know, the Fat Boys played a major part in the world of hip hop in so many ways. Uh, to me, major. <clears throat> yeah, they represent the breaking point for what became because if you know what went on from about 73 74 on up to 79 that was one thing and then what went on from 79 to about 83 was another thing uh the fat boys were one of the first groups that was really doing it minus all the fancy leather suits and the boots and the feathers and all that stuff like that and they really took Mm -hmm. it to another level um they weren't i don't think they were under Leor and Russell and all of them over there at Rush Productions, which was it was kind of different back then because everybody that was hitting was pretty much under Rush, uh, like Run DMC, right. LL Cool J, Curtis Blow, and a couple other people. Uh, but the Fat Boys mm-hmm. debut album came out in May of nineteen eighty four. Self titled album was called The Fat Boys. Uh, that well, the original release on that album contained how many cuts was on that joint, man? Let me see here. What was it? Probably about that six. Boy. Yeah, it was about six cuts on that album, I think. Six cuts? Yeah, it was about six or eight cuts on that album. I thought it would wow. come out right now where I'm at, but yeah, that was that. And I know they came here in that same year, they were on the Fresh Fest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I didn't go to that show. But yeah, they were on that bill for that one. And uh, as you know, they were one of the first groups to have a, a regular movie because they did this orderlies. But that was after Crush Groove. They were even in Crush Groove, which was a right. kind of a light story on Russell Simmons' life, uh, telling how he blew up him and Rick Rubin and everything. So yeah, that's pretty much that on the Fat Boys. Rest in peace to Prince Marky D, who passed away on February. R.I.P. Which was actually the day before his birthday. Odd enough. How ironic, right? Very ironic, very ironic. And also, as you know, a Buffy human beatbox from the group, he passed away in 95, December 10th, 95. 
Uh, rest right. in peace to him, rest too. Rest in peace. And I know R.I.P. Cool Rock Ski's out there, you know. He's still doing this thing. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty much that. But that also gets into the other albums that came out that year. Because if you look at things, uh, 1994, 84, rather, was a very busy year, as we said, in hip-hop for back then. Uh, let's see, you had Run DMC. Now, Run DMC came out a little over a month before the Fat Boys album. So you had Run DMC first in March of that year. You had the Fat Boys in May. In November, you had Houdini Escape album. November 30th of that year, last quarter, you had Egyptian Lover on the Nile. That came out. So that was, you know, more up-tempo, West Coast type of thing. But, you know, that worked real good mm-hmm. in the clubs. Now, these, like, Crash Crew, I don't even remember that album. You remember anything about that? I do. Um, I mean, it was. I, I don't want to say they were going out, but it was kind of yeah. like you said. It was the changing of the guards is what was happening right yep. here. So, Yep, yep, yep. You're right. And that's why these are pioneer legendary crews that were on tapes that were now on vinyl but with Run DMC and Fat Boys and Houdini. It was kind of like you seen the transition that was taking place right here. Mm-hmm. And pretty much the rest of the releases that I'm going to mention right now were a lot of those groups going through the transition, like you said. So you had Crash Crew. I mean, Curtis Blow had a few left in them at this point. This was 84. Uh, Nucleus, mm-hmm. classic jam on revenge, jam on it record. If you remember that, uh, it's even a connection oh, yeah. between Nucleus and New Edition too. If you want to research that one, but Nucleus, uh, Treacherous Three, they're another one which was you know kind of transitioning to another route. Sugar Hill Gang, we're talking 1984, so it's the same thing going on with them. Duke Booty. I can't remember that though. You know what? He had a joint. He was involved in a lot of shit. And I think he just passed away not too long ago. But it's something about that. that what I yeah, it says up. January thirteenth this year. He did. Yeah, yeah, but he had something like maybe one of them breaks where everybody used. But he's very important. But he's another one from that old garb that was still there and going out. And as you know, it didn't catch on in eighty four or eighty five all the way throughout the whole country. Uh, same thing mm-hmm. for T-Ski Valley, who had an album come out that year. Uh, Grandmaster oh, yeah. Melly Mel and the Furious Five had an album that year, and Rocksteady Crew even had an album that year. So those were like, I won't say the B-level releases for the year, but the top joints for that year was Run DMC, the Fat Boys, and Houdini, right. and uh, probably Nucleus and Curtis Blow and everything else was whatever. So that was 1984 in a nutshell. Hip-hop, 1984 in a nutshell. Nice. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much that, man. But what, what else has been going on with you, man? What's up? What's, what's been going on this week? Out Ain't here? nothing, man. You know we've been getting hit with this snow, man. I feel like we're living in Alaska right now in New York City, man. We got snow, 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 man. And it's, it's February, you know. I was talking to my brother. I was like, you know, I don't remember all this type of snow happening at the tail end of February. But it's it's been crazy, man. You know, just seeing how the city um, – Response and you know a couple of accidents going on. It's kind of like people know that it's it's really blizzard type you know conditions, mm-hmm. and you you still got people that want to get out here and drive as if it's normal. So man, I, I just always, that last week because we got hit like on Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, mm-hmm. and these people were like it was seven thirty in the morning. They just flying out there on that shit like ain't nothing on the ground, like it's a hot <laughs> summer day. I'm like, go ahead and fuck around, you want. yeah. 
You know, Great, so yeah, man. I drive real slow. We got hit over here real bad too. We got a lot of snow. Uh, certain areas got about six inches. Other areas got mm-hmm. hit from a foot to a foot and a half of snow. So I had to deal with a foot and a half of snow for most of the week. I mean, I'm coming home soaked every day. It was, it got so bad where I had to find me some boots. The joints come up to your knees and. I still haven't got them in the mail. Yeah, I still haven't got them yet, man. But I had to buy some, like, damn hunting boots coming to your knees. I should have bought the ones to go up to my thighs. But, man, every day I came in, my socks and boots was just crushed. Hold on, hold on. You mean, you mean the Rick James joint? <laughs> nah, I ain't wearing no shit like that out there. But, but you get the idea, though. Yeah, it's the same thing where they, they come up your leg, but they're like the, I don't know, something like hunting. Like, if you be hunting in deep waters and shit. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I had to invest in some of them joists this week because it, it's looking real crazy over here. Still, you know, so I'm outside yeah. all day, man. So I gotta adjust to the elements quick, real quick. Oh yeah. And speaking oh, yeah. of ju- adjusting, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I think we get some snow tomorrow too. It's a sixty percent chance, so hopefully it won't be too much. Yeah, you know. Okay, what you was gonna say, G? No, nah, I was talking about adjusting to the elements. I mean, they're going through it down there in, in Texas. Oh, yeah. Woo! Ain't that something down there? Yeah, the whole state is, is messed up. If you don't know, it's a lot of areas out there still without power. People still don't have yeah. water. Uh, the Houston area in particular and uh, other parts of the state of Texas. Uh, you know, and, and the main problem is the power grid down there. Now, right. in America here, we've dealt with this power grid issue before. Uh, even on the East Coast, if you remember... I think that was around 2003 or 2004, probably 2003, and the grid went out in certain parts of New York State, even on down to like Ohio and maybe some other areas, not too far from these two states mentioned. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that. It was sections in Buffalo on the east side where on maybe on one side of the main block, the power went out, the other side it didn't. So it's a major problem. People have been talking about it for years and years. If you guys, you know, have some free time and you want to read up on something, read up read up about the failing power grid in America. So basically, yeah. this shit could go anytime. So what's going on down there in Texas is just a small, tiny dose of what could be for a longer period of time throughout the country. Because the, the grid is old. The way I look at it, G, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of time before these hackers get in. Yeah. And... It's 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 gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you know, it, you gotta. You can't have all the stored food in the world. You know, according to your your living conditions or whatever. But get what you can get because you just never know when shit gonna go down. You know, you know what you what you definitely want to have um, is you want to have those flashlights, those mm-hmm. D sized batteries, and those uh, old transistor radios. Yeah, you definitely want to have some transistor radios, and if you like me, you want to have the walkie-talkie joint, too. Is, uh, I think the manufacturer is Balfin. I got about three or four of them around here, but what you could do with that is you want to print out all your emergency uh, radio signals, police signals, fire signals, EMS, whatever, in your area. Have them on paper. Mm-hmm. You need, you're going to need to put those codes in the handheld radio joint. And then you could pick up on, it's a scanner basically, but you could pick up on what's going on in your area. And if you license right. and you're cold enough, you might click a button on an on empty signal and get a hold of somebody, some shit go down. 
But that's just, mm-hmm. you know, just to get you going. But there's plenty of books out there on survival and what you got to do. One thing you might want to learn how to do is rub two sticks together. <laughs> Create a fire. <laughs> just because you got to eat something, cook something, you know. That's like right. Said, this that's shit, right. This shit could go down any minute, especially with everything going on in the United States. I mean, the United States is a hot spot. We tend to forget it because mm-hmm. we have so much media and things like this show to keep you occupied where you forget what really the fuck could go down. But... Things are serious right. out here, and it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much about it with that one right there. But I got a little tidbit right mm-hmm. now we're going to talk about. Uh, the backseat right. of your car says a lot about your life. Now, check this one out. You tell me what you think about it when I'm done. The backseat of your mm-hmm. car may tell women everything they need to know about you before they even get in. According to a survey, women often interpret a cluttered back seat as evidence that a man has certain personality traits, including disorganization and irresponsibility. Mm-hmm. Now, the back seat crud test is said to work equally well for men and women, which is true. I'll talk about that in a minute. Now, in both cases, a sloppy car could mean a sloppy lifestyle, according to those who know. What's your thoughts on that one? I agree. Yeah. I got to be honest, because I get into uh, some females' cars, and I'm like, mm, this ooh, smell good. It's nice. Ooh, I'm sliding on the seat. This, you, you know, they, it's nice. You know, you get to the house, everything is copacetic. Then sometimes you might get those, you know, where you see a McDonald's cup on the floor, mm. gum wrapper. You like, mm, Spill what's going on? Right there and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, baby pamper. You're like, oh shit, what's this about? You know, and I'm guilty of it myself. There's times where, you know, I made finish doing something and I'll throw a bag in the back or some clothes or whatever and it'll be a day or two and I'm like let me get that shit up out of here like I ain't that busy to where I can't you know just put, take it out of there but sometimes like you said we so busy running doing it running here doing this it's kind of like you do get disorganized and you got to bring yourself back in but I do think that is evidence of someone whose lifestyle may not be as together uh, once your car conditions do take that type of uh you know, that type of image. Right, right, right. I think for fellas, no. though, I think we should get a, a little bit more room on that whole thing because we're men. You know, we might have tools in the back seat or something like that, but, I mean, being nasty is one thing. Like, with women, I feel if you get into and I've always thought this even before I, what I just read, but if you get in a woman car and her seats are fucked up, it spilled shit everywhere in there and rappers yeah, and stuff that's like nasty. that. She nasty and her pussy mm. probably nasty too. But now I say is yeah. I'm gonna tell you something else too. If you go to a woman's house and look at her bathroom, I'm gonna tell you something. Mm-hmm. It says so much about her. If it's dirty around the rim of that toilet or that sink nasty or it's, it's whatever on the floor, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> garbage can full and you get to see what's in the like, oh man what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong this shit like a gas station bathroom but that actually says a lot about a woman in particular and, uh, I just, yeah what I do is not not to be judgmental but you know I learned I learned this from the women in my family I, right. like you said it's the bathroom for me that toilet and that damn stove if that stove is yeah, nasty and too. greasy. Nah, yeah, man. Nah, mm. And them pots too. If them pots, listen, that's no go, baby. I I was raised to where when we finished cleaning, grandma came behind us with a white glove, ensuring that her piano was not only dusted, 
but was shined clean. That carpet was done right. You swept the porch. I said, you sweeping the porch? That you damn right. You sweep yeah. the dirt off the porch. And this is how you, I mean, when you raise, you raise right. That's right. You know, and I tell kids, like, there's only two ways you can do something. The right way and the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's very true, man. That kitchen, that bathroom, that says it all. That 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 tells the whole story for me. Yeah, the kitchen too, you know? definitely. Like, you know, I, I over these last couple of years, I've been in a lot of households and see how people live. But yeah, that that because it ain't that hard to maintain that kitchen. I know you see all that grease and shit popped on there after you done fried some chicken. You be like, you know what? I'm gonna let it sit. Mm-hmm. No, nah, man, you gotta clean that shit up. And some people, yeah, just you, sit, and the, and the, sit and sit and sit, and that's what I'm saying, man. You supposed to be wiping that as you as it pops on there. Yeah. Once that pan cool down, wipe that right away. Don't let that sit. Yeah, you know. But these are things that we learned as youngins. So, you know, I can't. If you a grown ass person and ain't doing that, I think it's kind of too late, boo. Yeah, honestly, it, it is too late, and it's definitely a womp womp. But we about to get into our next segment of the show, and it's something that me and Al both wish we knew about when we were a little bit younger. But uh, let's go a little something like this, y'all. Episode of Teacher Sex. Teacher right, Sex. Right here on the Scramble Life Podcast. During this episode of Teacher Sex, we're going to take it down to the beautiful state of Florida. Sunny Florida. Sunny Florida. So this week, we got a Florida school teacher arrested for allegedly having sexual relationships with a 15-year-old student. They're always 15, and the chick is always around 30. So, a 30-year-old Florida high school teacher has been arrested for allegedly having sex multiple times with a 15-year-old student, and one of those sex romps was inside a closet in the classroom. Man. Ariel Madden-Reed, married, of Sebring, a critical thinking teacher at Sebring High School. She know how to plan stuff out. Critical thinking. Mm -hmm. So she was arrested on Friday. This is like this Friday. So this shit like just happened. And she was charged with 10 counts of sexual battery upon a victim ages between 12 to 18 years old by a teacher who has the custodial authority of that student. So the Highland County Sheriff's Office said in an arrest report obtained by the news, basically. So Sebring is being held without bond. No bond allowed. Uh, in the jail out there basically according to the Highland County Sheriff's Office. Now the Sheriff's Department Mm -hmm. said it began investigating the case on February 10th so that was just uh, about 11 days ago when the investigation started so they took her down quick. Uh, When a school official learned that the alleged victim had nude images of Reed on his phone. 
Uh, when the boy mm. was questioned by detectives, he described multiple sexual encounters between himself and Reed that took place with, at Reed's home, in the car, <clears throat> and in the classroom. So he was getting it at her house, he was getting it in her car, and he was getting it in the classroom, officials said. So this is sexual. It was the husband, man. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But wait, 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 it gets worse. So the sexual encounters <laughs> but the sexual encounters happened between November twenty twenty. So I mean like all this mm. shit is still fresh. So it happened Yeah, well yup, she was like mm, shit, she wanted some extra turkey. So the sexual encounters happened between November twenty twenty to earlier this month, police said in a statement. Damn, so this is all fresh. So there's no situation where a 30-year-old having a sexual relationship with a 15-year-old is appropriate. But uh, when it is between a teacher and a student, it is even more disturbing. Scott Dressel, public information officer with the Highland County Sheriff's Office, told the news. All right, so he also said, uh, we trust teachers to protect and educate our children. And any time one of them betray that trust is very disappointing. <laughs> So we take the protection of our children very seriously and will always react swiftly uh, when we learn that one of them is being victimized. And once again, y'all remember this is in Florida, so they act quick down there on this child shit. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. so Reed, who has a master's degree in human resources, <laughs> wow. was placed on administrative leave by the school. So they didn't straight out fire her, but she is in jail without bond. So that's kind of interesting. So according to uh, the charging report, the boy uh, alleged that he would spend time with her family also riding skateboards because they live nearby. Uh, The boy said the alleged touching began sometime around the end of November 2020, Thanksgiving, like we said, or the beginning of December when Reed drove him to and from school, according Mm -hmm. to the report. Now, the alleged victim said that Reed told him she was attracted to him since the first day of school. So she'd been on him probably since September or so. Uh, The alleged Mm -hmm. victim described the first time they kissed as her stopping the car in the middle of the road and they make quote unquote made out. All right. Mm -hmm. So one night during Christmas break, here we go. That's where he saw the alleged victim said he was sitting on the couch with Reed and no one else was awake and things began to escalate. (laughs) The pair eventually oh. had sex inside the back of her Ford Explorer, police said. Another time, the mm. alleged victim said that Reed gave him $20 to buy condoms, police said. Officials said the boy said Reed has a child close in his age to him. The alleged victim said Reed has sex with him in her oldest son's room, according to the police oh, report. Oh, she was, she was a story, right? And she's all over the place. Yeah, so the boy said after Christmas break, the relationship stopped after the boy told his father about what was happening, according to police. The alleged victim was told to not have any contact with her further by the victim's father. Now, at that point, he was no longer allowed to go to her house or get rides to and from school with her, and the only time he was able to see her was at school. Yeah, right, we know that shit was not going to end. She's an animal. And I, bet you, I bet you she got animal print all throughout the house. Now, the, uh. the, the alleged victim <laughs> continued to visit her class uh, when she was on a free period, police say. 
All right. So the alleged victim said that Reed began to get more comfortable seeing him at school and they continued their sexual relationship. So that shit did not stop. That you didn't stop nothing. He was getting some ass and he was hooked and she was hooked. So the report also said the boy said uh, he was told by Reed not to say anything about their relationship because, quote unquote, uh, they would take her kids away from her. He also stated that Reed said she loved him. He said it back to her to not be me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, so the sheriff down there uh, commended the staff at the school for taking immediate action on the situation, the special victims unit for working quickly to develop the case on that. Uh, they also had another quote saying, uh, we take any allegations seriously, blah, blah, blah. Superintendent said he was shocked and saddened. Probably wasn't shocked, but he was whatever the fuck. Uh, and they said we are committed to providing a safe environment at the school for the kids and whatnot. So Reed has worked for the school basically since 2015. So she's been in the game and working for the Highland school system for a good six years now, five to six years. Uh, she has worked as office staff at both Woodlawn Elementary School in the district office and was a teacher at Avon Park Middle School before transferring to Sebring in 2019. So she mm. she probably had her eyes set on this school like this shit. She wanted to get away from the little kids and get with the teens. So yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Gee, this might he might predator. not be the only victim. So, all right. Mm-hmm. So, so this is where it heats up. So Reed's husband, here we go, Jonathan Patrick Reed, 37. So he's seven years older than this chick, which is kind of interesting. Dang. So he's older. Uh, he was arrested on Friday. Hmm. Now, they say he is charged with interference with the execution of a search warrant. <laughs> Sip ass. He probably like, not my oh. wife. You better get out of here. Oh, man. Yeah, he probably went nuts. And so he was, man, that's obstruction of the police or whatever the hell they call that. So he was released on bond after trying to defend his home. Okay, so both both have yet uh, to enter any type of plea deals or pleas or anything like that. So that's basically the teacher sex for this week coming out of the beautiful state of Florida. What you think about that one? That's different than the other ones we've well, read so far. I got one thing to say about that, man. <laughs> All right, that's about it. I mean, listen, we don't condone. Like we said, child abuse or sexual abuse of any minor. But, you know, if I was 15 and I had a critical thinking teacher who dragged me into the closet, into her living room, into into the back of her Ford Explorer, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I would probably got flying colors in my sexual education class. You know know what I'm saying? (laughs) Real. Yeah, pretty. I much. think fifteen, like you said, for boys, that's that age where it's kind of like you know we 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 learning our, our bodies beginning to do things where we're like, oh wow, yeah, you know. And you got a how old is she? Thirty something. She's thirty. Oh, that's you know that's almost like she's prime time, right, ready to go, be right before she you hit know? the wall. Yep. Yeah. Husband of thirty-seven, and he even got a charge so, in the joint. Well, go ahead. Right. Now, I was going to say now, because it seems like they, I mean, this is a serious crime, but um, so she's going to have to be registered as a sex offender. I wonder if she's, that uh, she's probably not going to be able to work as a teacher anymore, I guess, right? I'm sure she won't. I mean, if all the evidence 
comes out to be, you know, true or whatever, yeah, I doubt it, man. That's a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though it was a, in a short time period, which is like mm-hmm. you know, Thanksgiving to February 10th or whatever. So they, he got about a good three months out of that one. And yeah, he's so bang, 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 bang. So, you know. Yeah, we'll, fi- we'll hey, try to follow that, you that, that ta- you, you saw that tattoo on the right arm she had? Hold on, let me look at it right quick. I know she has something on her arm. Let's see, what is that? I can't even really see it. I can't I can't make it out, but just the fact that there's a tattoo there, you know, and that ain't the best picture, but you could probably see once she's made up and dressed up. Yeah. Probably be difficult not to take that down. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see it. I can see it in, in one thing I do know, and I'm not putting down any women that wear tattoos, but women with tattoos, in particular real big ones, or a lot of them, it t- says a lot about them. And their life story and how they get down. Uh, so yeah, she she's probably that girl want the attention. That's why she has that big whatever it is on her arm near near the shoulder. And uh, That's right. she's probably getting it from the thirty, not getting it from thirty seven year old guy she's living with. And uh, mm. that's pretty much that, y'all. So. Is what you need. What you need, what you need. Come on. Is what you need. What you need, what you need. Come on. Is what you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Hell yeah, all day, all day. So that was this week's episode of Teacher Sex. Uh, in other news, mm-hmm. I saw something about reparations this week. I really didn't tap oh, yeah. into it this month, this month, uh, or this week. But since this is Black mm-hmm. History Month, I said we'll talk about it a little bit. I know you know a little bit more about the situation than me. Uh, what's going on with that story? Yeah, just a little bit. You know, since uh, I think since 1989, it's always been on the table of discussion in uh, uh, in Congress or what have you. And it's the uh, HR 40, which is basically um, the promise that the uh, the government made after you know enslaved uh, families and descendants of those who were enslaved were supposed to be given 40 acres and a mule. Right. Now we all know that that never came into existence and they reneged on that promise. So this is something that's been kicked back and forth. It's been real political, but it seems as though whenever there's, uh, I don't want to say an uprising, but when there's some things where uh, police brutality and just systemic racism is exposed in different ways, uh, especially in the past few years, it's it's been heightened and getting a lot more attention. But the issue uh, that's happening is, you know, is the way that they want to address it. So I think they have like three forms. It's reform, um, repair, and I forget what the third one was, but they're, they're trying to find ways as far as so that it's not just a, a financial uh, thing. They want to really try to go in and, um, and this is where I think it's challenging because it's not, you know, tearing down the system and breaking down the system, but me being an African-American, a black man, 
this system it has to it has to be because the way it's built the what what it what it is is foundation is built upon that so right. you you really do have to go in and deconstruct this system that's just you really have to do that and I think that's where the real issue is you got these old white conservative people in government who don't really want to you know and that was the other thing there needs to be and this is what they want too they want a public apology from this government right. and they have not done that you know these are things that you know to to average person you would think it's a simple thing to do you know not be in denial acknowledge your wrongdoing and then you know taking care of those who you know you benefited from for hundreds of years right so that's that's my little quick take on it i'm, I'm pretty sure there's other folks out there that know a lot more that's involved because it does get real technical when you go it to does. each state but um you know, this is going to be something that's definitely going to be, um, and I don't know what Kamala's going to do about it, but and not that she is the one who we have to rely on to make it happen, but, you know, now that we got a person of color in office, hopefully there could be some uh, voice for the actual people and descendants of, you know, slavery that could be uh, represented the right way. Be honest, I don't think she gonna pull down shit or make nothing happen as far as that reparation. Nah, I, not I, at I, all. I, I really not at don't. all. Even just judging by some of the things that she has done before she was elected to the position mm -hmm. she's in now, I'm like, nah, she ain't going to do it. Mm -hmm. But it'll be interesting to see where it goes. I'm going to make my answer simple. Um, we all could use a little extra money. We know what the play is. Uh, we, Especially those people out here that have done research on your history, your family history, and know where you came from and things like that. You know what the play was. So, Right. They right. got the money, you know. I mean, the, the the trillion dollars of debt that the country's in, and all that. I mean, they can still print money, and that's something else to mm -hmm. do a deep mental dive on printing money versus the country's debt. And why is everybody still right. able to get two thousand dollar checks or one thousand dollar checks every now and then? This, that, and the other. But it's definitely something to think about. Um, it's nothing I'm going to worry about too much. But like I said, it would be cool if they could make that happen. And, yes, indeed, uh, and that's pretty much that. But we, what we gonna do right quick is we gonna take what a we quick, gonna do. We gonna take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back in a minute, y'all. What up, me? You can't be a boss till you take a loss. You wanna be the man, gotta pay the cost. When them hard times hit, gotta shake it off. Shake it off. It's the money, man. You can't be a boss till you take a loss. You wanna be the man, gotta pay the cost. When them hard times hit, gotta shake it off. Wake up and get to it, to it, to it, to it, to it, to it, to it. You gotta just do it, to it, do it, do it, do it, do it. You better stop complaining, ain't about the same thing Shut up your mind frame, watch you get the right change Not a long night grinds just to get some nice things Now these hoes blinded by the ice in these rings I'm too pimping Flow like butter, I never stutter She acting like a fag, her bag's right in the gutter I'm not the one to play, little babe, go find another You can catch me in the Bay of LA, yeah, burning rubber Hey man, this shit ain't easy, this shit work And I know when you lose a bankroll, that shit hurt but it ain't nothing cause I was raised up from the dirt Bounce back on they ass, got them paying on what I'm worth You did Can't be a boss till you take a loss You 
wanna be the man, gotta pay the cost. When them hard times hit, gotta shake it off. Shake it off. Get some money, man. You can't be a boss till you take a loss. You wanna be the man, gotta pay the cost. When them hard times hit, gotta shake it off. Wake up and get to it, to it, to it, to it, to it, to it. Some money, niggas start to hate you. I'ma keep on running to it. Yeah, I had to lace up. All you gotta do is do it, nigga. If the conversation money, then you know I speak it fluent, nigga. It's BUD and I'm the truest, nigga. But the only way this shit gon' work is if we work congruent, nigga. I put my niggas on. You put your niggas on. Let's go and start a business. We gotta get along. The white folks, they try to play us. They think we can't get along. I pull up in some player, look up in the ceiling, gone. Can't be a boss till you take a loss. You wanna be the man, gotta pay the cost. When them hard times hit, gotta shake it off. Shake it off. Get some money, man. You can't be a boss till you take a loss. You wanna be the man, gotta pay the cost. When them hard times hit, gotta shake it off. Wake up and get to it, to it, to it, to it, to it, to it. You gotta just do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Get some money. New Bud Beats and Riley Little Pimp, y'all. Album is called Sunday Drive. The name of this song is To It. Brand new album just came out a couple days ago. Do it, do it, do it. Yeah. All right, so that's that. Enough of that. So back into the show. Yeah, that's the new Rilo the Pimp. Every quarter or two quarters or something, we're going to pick one particular artist that people need to hear. Like, I like to play a lot of Red Pill shit, and that's why he gets so much support from me. And I like what he's doing because it ain't even so much about what you think his music is about, but what you can take his music and use it to do. (laughs) So it's one of them (laughs) them things like that. And I'm not saying anything about trafficking females across the country. We ain't we ain't we ain't with that one, but yeah, I'm a fan of Rollo the Pimp. You know, he he got yeah, nice shit. nice tunes, man. Nice vibe, man. Nice vibe. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. You know, he do what he do out there, you know, down there in Dallas, Texas. So what we gonna do right now is we about to get into the next segment of the show. To another episode of Nightclub Violence, and what we do in the middle mm-hmm. in the middle of nightclub violence is, you know, we'll track down what's going on in the country with the latest club violence out there. So it, it was a couple of skirmishes across the country this week. Nothing really too big. Uh, something that did happen within the last twenty four to forty eight hours was two people were shot at a, at a place called Encore Nightclub. This is out in Toledo, Ohio. 
the beautiful state is of Ohio. Is that northeast or midwest? Would that be no? That's still northeast. I'm yeah, thinking, I, right? I, I had to pull it up on the map. I don't know what part of Ohio it is. It's not. I don't think Toledo is close to Cleveland, which ain't far from here, but it's, it's up in there somewhere. So mm-hmm. basically, it's, it's a basic situation. Nothing too much to it. Uh, two people are recovering this morning after they were shot while at the Encore nightclub just south of Michigan border. Uh, Toledo police confirmed to 13 ABC crew on the scene that two were injured and they didn't have life, non-life-threatening injuries over there, basically. Uh, Excellent. So, yeah, police first received calls of a person being shot just after 2 a.m. So this was near the end of the night. And uh, mm-hmm. what happened happened. So that's pretty much that. And I looked up the club and just tried to get an idea of what it looked like. It's a It looked like a hood club, one of those clubs that – Used to probably be a lodge or something or a restaurant back in the day, and they turned it into a club back on the back end of the city somewhere. And uh, okay. not too much history on it, but they do do a lot of, you know, current hip-hop events and different nights throughout the right. week and things like that. But once again, y'all, just uh, stop this violence out here at these nightclubs. You got some beef. Uh, take it to that person somewhere where everybody else ain't got to get shot up or killed or messed mm. up in the, in the midst of everything going on with you and your personal shit. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm that's, look, go ahead. And I was just going to say, I'm, I'm on, the, on the page. I'm looking at one of their flyers from, uh, mm-hmm. looking like it was a Valentine's Day thing, Saturday, February 13th. Mm-hmm. Your favorite Mexican presents Valentine's Soiree, DJ Chance, hosted mm-hmm. by St. Dave, Encore Nightclub. Free before 10 p.m., dressed to impress. So that's the type of vibes they got going on there. Mm-hmm. Typical club. No pictures, though, like you said. Small mm-hmm. town, small town shit. Mm-hmm. Right below uh, Michigan, actually. Okay. Yeah, every city yeah. got one. It's one of those little clubs. They don't advertise on the radio a lot because the money might not be there, but it's a spot everybody in the hood know. And, and uh, this, will, mm-hmm. this will happen at them joints. So that's that for this week's edition of Nightclub Violence, y'all. Night, Larry. Thank God nobody died, man. Thank know, God right? nobody died. You yeah. know, I, I've been in so many joints, man, where people done got shot and mm-hmm. pummeled and beat with beer bottles, stabbed with beer bottles, beat under the table, beat mm-hmm. with pool sticks, beat with yep, bar yep. stools, beat with tables, stabbed with table legs. That was an interesting one. Um, they lived to see another day, though. Yeah, they lived to see another day. Yeah, most of them did. <laughs> You know? <laughs> <laughs> man, oh man, I, that shit right there, man, it's just crazy, but life goes <laughs> on. So, uh, yeah, we're getting through this show. Uh, we almost near the end. Uh, we got one more segment we're going to do, and then we're going to end this show, unless L got something else he want to talk to the people about. But we're going to get into this one right quick, y'all. Uh, you don't want to work here? No, no, you don't want to work no more. Uh. Yeah, you got to find somebody to cover my shit to remember. Uh, hey, hey. 
So this is a crazy one, and it's a short one. It's a work life story. So this mm-hmm. is a, this is this is a wacky but true story. All right. So this dude got fired for firing on the job. So basically, hey. a warehouse worker in China was fired for excessive farting. <laughs> <laughs> After the man was terminated, his wife visited the factory and got his job back. So oh, she told his bosses the frequent flashwits was her mm-hmm. fault because she'd been experimenting in the kitchen for over a month. What? Yeah. So and she so basically she was feeding them stuff. <laughs> and that's why he was going to work doing what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, so he was at work firing. And, oh and, my and god. The main reason he was farting at work and got fired was because of her ass. Oh, man. So she went there and got his job back, though. <laughs> yeah, she went back and talked to the people who got his job back. Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So he was fired for excessive farting, you said? Excessive farting at work. <laughs> Damn, B. That's crazy. I wonder what I, I wonder what the name of this warehouse was in China. You know? I don't know. <laughs> i like to know, and... Um, you know, that's something that I should more research into, but <laughs> could you imagine that shit? You at work and somebody yeah. sitting there farting all day. <laughs> no, nah, imagine the imagine the supervisor that gotta pull you in there and tell you, yo, we we gotta let you go, man. He yo. like, well why? <laughs> like yo, we gotta let you go, cause you excessive farting, man. People can't take it no more. <laughs> How embarrassing! Man. Yo, that's crazy. And you know what's more embarrassing? My wife gotta come in and tell y'all, like, yo, listen, it's my fault. It's my fault. Please give him his job back. I'm gonna switch it up in the kitchen. I was experimenting. Yo, what? <laughs> that's where we at. You know, imagine if you had to take shit. that shit to the union, you know, like, damn, yeah, wow, <laughs> that would have been crazy. They just let his ass mm. go, man. Mm. He, he let his ass go. Well, at least he got his job back, <laughs> yeah. That was a good that's what you said was a short one, but a good one. That damn sure was, man. yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> man, anything, anything, anything in your media back this week? <laughs> uh, I checked out, uh. Judas, Judas, uh, and the uh, and the Black Messiah. Uh huh. What's that? I don't know if you. Uh, that's uh, I forget the brother's name who directed it, but that's basically about the uh, story of Fred Hampton. Not mm-hmm. actually Fred Hampton. It's actually about oh, yeah. uh, forget the forget the brother's name that uh, well, I should say the traitor's name who infiltrated and got in mm-hmm. on the uh, inside with the uh, Black. Panther Party and, you know, basically assisted the government in taking down a, a righteous uh, movement. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It was it was, it was heartfelt. I suggest anybody in the world to see that movie and see how, you know, and it's true today, man. You see this, the rats that's out here, man. It's kind of like you can't trust nobody, oh, man. It's fucking nobody. agents. Every, it's agents everywhere. 
key, man. Serious, serious media bag. I suggest, highly, highly suggest. What's the name of it again? It's called Judas uh, and the Black Messiah. Mm -hmm. You know, they considered the Black Black Panther Party, yeah, they considered the Black Panther Party more dangerous than the Chinese and the Russians, bro. Wow. That's how dead serious they were in getting this organization eradicated. Okay. And when you watch this movie, you'll see it. It's crazy. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful, though. All right. I'm going to check that out. Oh, I, I really don't have too much in my media bag this week. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm a Pluto TV head, and I watch a lot of old school shit. So I don't even okay. know if everybody know about Pluto, but that's a free channel. You could download the app and put it on your phone, and it comes like with Roku and all that other cool stuff, too. But just watching a lot okay. of old school stuff on there, your Three's Company, um, just all them old shows. Jefferson's. Jefferson's. All them joints is on there. And they good all times. Good times. Um, also, for my nerd people out there, they just added a wrestling channel. Mm-hmm. They already got Impact Wrestling on there, but it's a wrestling channel where they pull in tapes from different companies around the country, and they play the tapes throughout the week. So they got this one joint on there, UWF, and that was the Underground Wrestling Federation. <clears throat> this mm-hmm. is just an example and this company was open like around 2010, but they tried to make a hip hop wrestling company. It was, was kind of corny. Like they had an Uncle Murder there. The one dude used to be mm-hmm. in Terror Squad. Uh, okay. Who else was on there, man? Uncle Murder. There was a couple of dudes on there, but it, it was just like it's overly ghetto wrestling. They might have recorded about ten episodes. <laughs> like somebody even got okay. shot. Somebody got shot in the hallway. In one of the storylines or whatever, yeah, that was one of their storylines. Oh, <laughs> so they had to go wrestle. Ghetto wrestling. Yeah, I gotta check got that shot. out. Yeah, so that that's mm. on there. Uh, there's some other old school tapes on there from like the '80s and whatnot. But if you're a wrestling buff like me, you might want to check that out. So brand new wrestling channel over there on Pluto TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. So on that note, we're going to go on ahead and end this show right there, and we'll check you out during episode 17, which will be next week, maybe the week after. We don't know. We're just trying to get this shit better for y'all. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to email us anytime at thescramblelife at gmail.com. That's thescramblelife at gmail.com, y'all, and we out a little something like this. Peace. Peace. Sloppily they copy me But obviously it ain't done properly Maybe they just think it's over with But ain't no stopping me They've been taking fake and making a mockery Whoever thought that hip-hop would be Full of niggas bragging, acting like they hit the lottery But it's about to be a robbery They getting nothing on they back end After sodomy thinking they gonna be the next prodigy At the end of the game they receive a window pane and a pot to pee Sometimes I gotta pinch myself to prove it's not a dream How I'm surviving in this non-thriving economy Wishing steak was on my plate but for now it's ham hock and beans Niggas with the money they spend it on expensive prodigies Fuck it, to me it's not a thing To each his own, don't talk about not me
by the niggas plotting scheme. They'll catch you slipping quicker by the boom, by the beam. And they'll get you for a lot of things. So watch your necklace, watch your bracelet, watch your watch and rings. These streets are full of tea, so ain't no need to lie to me. Big mouth cut creator, rock the beat. And you know you can't stop a freak, let her pop her pee. You might not like pussy, but don't be watching me. It's gotta be Monopoly. They want your hips, lips, whips, chip, dip, no apostrophe. Kingpins, you and your friends, y'all try to be. You're selling weight, you must be great at playing hide and seek. You try to slang law, main jumps out the tree. Grab your rocks and flee before you have to cop a plea. That's not for me, I keep my nose, ears, and eyes clean. But to eat this on, don't talk my diamonds. 